Welcome to Coach's Corner. Gio is a lifestyle modification specialist with over 20 years of experience. His vision with Coach's Corner is to share and trade health and fitness ideas and philosophies with other trainers and coaches, while simultaneously educating fitness enthusiasts that just don't have the resources to hire a personal trainer, creating a win-win scenario for everyone that is listening. What's up, FitFam? This is Giovanni of Geo's Logic, your host of Fitness Junkies. I hope this show meets you in good health and spirits, and if not, I hope it inspires you to do something about it. Today on our second episode of Coach's Corner on Fitness Junkies is a very special guest. I'm very excited to have her. Uh, I'll just say that she's a doctor of physical therapy. Um, and I really want to tap into her expertise on nutrition. And I think we're all going to really enjoy this show. So remember to like, share, and uh, write a review. And uh, let's, let's meet Terry. Hey. Hey, how are you? I'm great. Um, how was the holiday? It was, it was exciting. Lots of fireworks and uh, cookout and yeah. But... Healthy food, chicken, chicken. I had chicken and rice. Everybody else had hot dogs and burgers <laughs> and all that stuff. But yes. it was fun. How was your holiday? Good. Uh, I ate pretty clean myself. Um, I'm not a big fireworks guy, so I didn't really care. And my dog freaks out. So, you know, you're a dog owner. Dogs do not like fireworks. <laughs> yeah, mine was chasing after them, actually. <laughs> I love He's it. He's crazy. I love it. So... On our shows, we always ask because um, the body that we're in has usually has a story. So I always ask my guest, what is your fitness journey? And like, you can go back as far as you'd like to when it started. Uh, so mine started very young. I, I um, played soccer growing up, gosh, since I could remember even walking. I played uh, throughout college. After college, I went to grad school and kind of fell off a little bit, as some people do, you know, when they go to college. Uh, I tried to go back to soccer, but I couldn't. My knees were a little bit out of shape. The running part, I just didn't like it. And that's when I got into um, competing. So I did bikini competitions for about five years before I went pro in 2019 in Pittsburgh. Um, so I am an IFBB bikini pro. Um, that was a huge accomplishment of mine. Um, so throughout that journey, I, after that, I should say, I started my, my company next level health and fitness. I focused on that, but right now I'm back into competing. So my next show is in October. So I'm back in the gym six days a week, 40 minutes of cardio and, uh, ready to do my pro debut in Daytona beach. So I'm excited. Nice. Nice. Um, I was listening to an episode of Mind Pump, uh, that uh, podcast, and I forget who said it, but they said, if you want to be healthy, don't compete. And I was like, wow, that has a lot of merit. What's your philosophy about doing competitions? And I, I know health is important to you. So I, I'll say that um, competing really changed my life uh, and, and in a healthy way. So um, 
And it really depends on you because it's your approach to how you compete. You know, I'm a natural athlete, so it's it's a lot different than, I guess, when people say unhealthy or taking the supplements or when they think of bikini, they think of starvation and, uh, you know, helicardio, that kind of thing. But it depends on how long you prep for a show. Like when I did my, when I went pro in 2019, I prepped for that show for seven months. So it was a, a matter of... Um, very small changes. I never got rid of carbs completely. Uh, I was very healthy. So it, it really depends on the person and, and how you, um, the time you allow yourself to compete um, and, you know, the, the extent that you're going to go. I do think it's a little bit different for bikini as opposed to maybe um, bodybuilding or now wellness uh, for women. Uh, those women have a lot of... Uh, they have a lot of, I know, goodness, but it never stops, no never worries. stops. Um, but, you know, women that are in wellness and, and figure and those things now um, may, to, especially when you go pro, you know, may have to take a little bit of extracurricular stuff to help them. But bikini, it's it's a clean sport and uh, I've been very healthy doing it. So I, I, I agree and disagree with that statement. I agree. I think you're right. It's the coach that's coaching you, and if you don't have a coach, it's 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 the um, things that you are willing to do or or not willing to do. Um, I think the the hardcore cuts um, and then not knowing how to come back from that, as far as reverse dieting and things like that, that's exactly. where you get the big problems. Um, so that's that's great. And do you or have you? Um, brought anybody to the stage or is that something that's in your wheelhouse? So I, I have. So my um, company focuses more on lifestyle people that are maybe doing their first show or just trying to get into shape or make those lifestyle changes. Um, I don't have any pros or anything like that. I, I have beginners, amateurs, because once you get to a certain level, um, I actually would send them to my coach. I have a coach that I use. Um, and those coaches are specifically, uh, everything is, you know, honed in on competing. So mine is more lifestyle coaching as opposed to uh, competition. But um, on a side note, I will say that I've had a few friends that reversed wrong after mm -hmm. a show and put themselves in the hospital from sodium overtake. I mean, it's, you got to be very careful with that stuff. And like mm -hmm. you said, um, you know, having a good coach that knows what they're doing and listening to them. You know, yes. following what they tell you is so important. They can write all this on paper, but if you don't listen to it, you don't follow it, then it's it's not going to help you. So, And give a shout out to your coach. Who's your coach? So I'm with Flawless Physique in uh, Jacksonville here. Cool. So I've been with him, my gosh, four, five years, I think. So I went pro with him. Uh, and then I told him when I come back to do my pro debut, I will, you know, get you back as a coach. And I did, I've been with him for, I think six months now. So nice, nice. Um, love that your, uh, your practice is based on lifestyle because I believe like you is, um, uh, the, the desire to have the body that makes us feel confident and comfortable naked and all that is there's, there's not a destination. It really needs to be a lifestyle because if you don't create the lifestyle, you'll be 
losing 10, finding it again, losing 20, finding it again. So um, I also listened to one of your videos on your website and you had like five pillars that you suggested everyone follow. Can you talk a little bit about that and how that fits in with your lifestyle philosophy? So my, gosh, you're pulling videos from probably a while ago. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many, but I'll just talk in general that I tell people. Um, So for me, you know, my program is 90 days because it takes 90 days to make a lifestyle change. It takes 21 to do a habit, 90 to do a lifestyle change. So what I do is I coach people through that 90 days. That's a minimum for me to sign up, you know, for coaching with me because I want people that are committed to making those changes. Mm -hmm. Um, So things like eating slowly, like there's basic things that you can do that people kind of forget about. So they think about, oh, you know, I need to know that my macros, I need to know this, I need to know that. But it's like basic things like getting your water in, taking, um, you know, slowly eating. So putting your fork down, talking, uh, you know, cutting your food up in smaller bites, making digestion a little bit easier, small things like that, eating till you're 80% full, you know, so really listening to your stomach as you're eating um, can cut down on so many calories. You know, we all tend to, especially women, um, they tend to starve themselves all day long. And then when they get home, their blood sugar's down, they try to look for anything they possibly can. And they end up overeating, especially on carbs and fats, you Mm -hmm. know? So, you know, taking the time to eat every few hours, I, I really believe that I know that research, you know, can prove otherwise, but in, in my, my own, you know, doings and then clients that I've worked with, especially women eating every few hours, putting that fuel in the fire for the metabolism, I think really, really helps. So there's basic things that you can do without truly cutting carbs or doing keto. You know, I don't believe in any of those diets, honestly. Trendy diets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you said one thing, and then I was just like, uh, this is a person that I relate to. You said sleep was a very important thing. As you can see behind me, there's a book, Why We Sleep. Um, talk about that. So to me, like the, you know, as you sleep, that's when your body has the chance to recover. Um, so people that are getting, you know, three, four hours of sleep or, you know, like my fiance has problems where he wakes up multiple times during the night. So he's not getting restful sleep. You know what I mean? That's, Mm. that's truly the time where our body recovers. Um, so it's, it's essential for me. And he makes fun of me because I will put in earplugs. I'll have my, you know, mask on my face. Like I really treasure my sleep. Like it is super important to me. I don't like the TV on. I don't like my cell phone near me. Um, you know, I want it to be pitch black, cold in the room. And it's that, that to me is perfect. I mean, I get about seven to eight hours of sleep a night. Wow. That is perfect sleep hygiene. People write that down. And it's, it's tough. It was not always like that. So (laughs) when I was working, um, uh, I would say right before I went pro, I was man, I was a physical therapist. I was, a um, clinical manager of multiple clinics. I was working as soon as I like six o'clock, 6am people were calling out of work, doing this, doing that. Like my phone at 6am would not stop ringing. 
until six, seven o'clock at night. And I'm not an evening workout kind of person. So I would be at the gym, not kidding, at 3.30 in the morning. I would be done with my workout by five, showered and ready to go by 6 a.m. when that phone started because I knew that if I didn't get it in then, then it wasn't going to happen. But I went to bed earlier. You know what I mean? So like I gave myself... Around that, I was getting about six hours of sleep, but it in it's it catches up with you after a while, honestly. Right, right. Um, I want to talk about the uh, I don't know the 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 thought of women getting on stage and being objectified in teeny bikinis and the sexuality that women have and I believe they should express like on social media and all that stuff. But I loved when I saw your IG page that you had your fiance on there and you weren't trying to portray that you are single or just this hot doctor chick. And it it was really like, I was like, ah, I want more women like this that that can have their sexuality and that can go, and I am in love and this is my partner and he's part of my world. That's so important to me. Yes. And it's, it's, you know, that's who I am. So Instagram for me is a way of expressing my life to people. Um, you know, like TikTok to me is, um, a way of educating people and showing them that IG is, more of like my modeling pictures, my competition, my family, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I love to share him and he's actually going through his own fitness journey, which is um, awesome. He's lost 30 pounds and he's now lifting six days a week. He's really changed his life. I mean, it's, it's amazing and I'm super proud of him. So I like to, you know, share that with him. He has his workout videos and stuff on his page and, I love that he now shares that that passion of lifting and being healthy with me. Um, so that's and to go back to what you said, um, you know, bikini and, and just bodybuilding in general. Like to me, the body is a is an art. So I can sculpt my body the way I want by um, lifting a certain way, you know, doing cardio a certain way playing with my genetics because that plays a role in it. Uh, you know, in, in bikini, especially, you know, how tall you are, how broad your shoulders are, all of that stuff plays a role. Mm -hmm. But to me, you can change your body, um, with lifting. That's what women don't understand. You do cardio. It just makes you a smaller version of what you are now. So, you know, when you lift and when women lift, they can, you can change the way your body looks. You can change, um, you know, people are like, I want a smaller waist. Well, make your shoulders bigger and your glutes bigger and your waist will automatically appear smaller. You know, people kind of forget about that. So you can play with how the body adjusts, but it it's, takes patience too, because, you know, lifting and that stuff doesn't happen overnight. All right. I got a clip that you, uh, I think you made a TikTok on this. I am so much happier now that I'm dead. I didn't plan that. That was good. Good transition there, George. Sweet. (laughs) 
Um, yeah, so that's important. You know, I, I had past guests on and they talked about how you see people in the gym doing these side bends and, and trying to put weight on it sometimes. It's like, no, that's that's making your waist wider. Yeah, you know, that's making you SpongeBob. That's what I tell people. <laughs> like, stop doing that. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, so, you know, I, again, how do you feel? And I, I love your mindset again about how getting on stage and bodybuilding and creating the body that is is makes you feel confident and alive is is art and but you you can also there's also a very um dangerous um obstacles in the bodybuilding world as far as having the wrong mindset going in um letting a uh judges kind of tell you your worth by whether you place or not it's it's very dangerous so it is really important to have the right people the coaches and around you so that you don't fall into those traps yeah yeah it's um so i share with people when i go into shows i tend to stay off of social media meaning that i don't go on there i don't com I compare myself to other pros and women that I look up to, but I'm not going to shame myself because I'm not there yet. Mm. Uh, and that's a big thing is I'm not there yet. So I look at those pictures and I'm like, this is what I aspire to be. And it's okay because I'm competing with who I was when I went pro on stage. Like that's who I'm competing with. Mm -hmm. And then whoever shows up for the show I feel like is, is just, <laughs> I go into shows thinking I already won. So it's like, I don't look, I have blinders on when I walk into shows. I don't look around. I don't see what my competition is because I don't care. All I am going on is I'm going on stage and I'm trying to be the best possible version of myself at that time. And then what everybody else shows up or what the judges think, it, it really depends on the day. I mean, I did a show in Jacksonville and I placed third. That was the only show I've ever placed lower than that in MPC, you know, as far as a, a basic show, not a national show. But two weeks later, I went to Richmond and I won the overall. So it's, it's a matter of tweaking certain things, having that coach that can look at you on stage that day and figure out what we can do in a matter of two weeks to get you to be an overall winner. You know, it's, it's amazing. And it, it changes day to day. It changes per judges. It changes you know, people that show up for the show. Um, so having that mindset of like, this is a competition between myself uh, and there's just other women here doing the same thing, you know? So it's, and I feel like that's kind of gotten me to the point where I am now in, in a healthy way. I don't um, shame myself for not being where I think I should be or or things like that. I let my body naturally kind of tell me you know, is it time to compete? Um, do we need a little, a few more weeks? Uh, I'll never push my body past where I don't think it should be. And you had said earlier that bodybuilding and competing changed your life. How did, how did it change your life? So when I, when I first started competing, I was married, um, and then went through a divorce and I was working a lot. Uh, it was kind of like that, 
common denominator, like something that motivated me to, there's my, my dog, <laughs> something that motivated me to keep going, you know, through all that stuff. Mm. Um, and it was, you know, like I said, a, when you see your body changing and, and people start to notice, they start asking questions, they start, uh, you know, like, how did, how did you get that way? And that's really what pushed me into doing my own business was I ended up knowing a lot more than I thought I knew and, and helping people in the sense to help change their life. But to me, it was something that got me through those hard days that I didn't want to get out of bed, you know, but I'm like, I got to, I got to go to the gym. I got to do this. I got a show coming up, you know? So, and, and for me, it made me healthier. You know, you said back uh, a few minutes ago about people, like, if you want to stay healthy, you don't compete. That, that was not the case for me. Exactly so. the opposite. <laughs> exactly the opposite. Yep. Right, right. Um, I love the, um, the there's a, a voiceover meme going around that talks about how, what happened with these women these days? Did, when did they start getting into muscle? And I forget how it goes, but it's like, I love the trend of more women getting into bodybuilding and changing their bodies because I, I believe... And you can tell me, but I, I, you, you kind of already have. How has it changed your life as far as your confidence, your, your outlook, all those things? I, I mean, it's, it's a, the discipline that goes with it is really what um, changes your life. Meaning, if you can control what goes into your mouth, you know, measuring, doing all that stuff. If you can commit an hour and a half of your day, regardless of what's going on in your life to the gym, then that tells me that you're a disciplined person. So that carries over into every aspect of my life, um, whether it be work, you know, my relationship, everything. Like I am a committed person. That's, that's what, um, how this has kind of helped me do that. Mm -hmm. So I'm a very routine person. Um, so that really helps in the sense that like, I know what I'm going to eat when, um, you know, I know when I'm going to go to the gym, all of that stuff. So right. when it's out of routine and my life seems chaotic, I feel like that's the common denominator that I can control and kind of keep, you know, to me, like that's my, my thing. Um, and then really when you change your body, people start to notice, like regardless of what's going on, they're going to, they're going to approach you differently. They're going to talk to you differently because they know even unconsciously, like what discipline it takes to get your body to look like that. Like you can, you can tell a lot about people by looking at their body yeah. and how they treat it. Yeah. 100%. Uh, George, what else we got from TikTok? From I got you, Geo. Here we go. Are you having trouble finding the motivation to get started on your weight loss journey? I can tell you that you are not alone. I'm Dr. Terry Whittick with Next Level Health and Fitness, and this is something I hear so many times from clients is they just can't find the motivation to get started. They can't find the motivation to get out in the gym. They can't find the motivation to prep their food. This is completely normal, okay? Because our brains are wired to protect us. Our brains are wired to take the path of least resistance. But there's a way that you can overcome this. And that's Mel Robbins' five-second rule, okay? I have used this so many times. If you have something that you need to just do, what I want you to do is count backwards. Five, four, three, two, one, and get up and go do it. Don't give your brain a chance to talk you out of it. It works. Try it. 
one of my favorite books. Um, I love her. I love the five second rule. Um, uh, and that kind of just connects right to your talk about discipline. I believe like discipline actually, you know, isn't a four letter word. Um, it actually discipline equals freedom or more yes. flexibility. Um, and uh, yeah, tell me how Mel Robbins and that book affected your life. So Mel Robbins and Tony Robbins. So I have actually uh, a life coaching certification through Tony Robbins um, because those two people. So when I do cardio, I tend to listen to like motivational talks on on YouTube. And I always came across her stuff, uh, Tony's stuff. There's, uh, you know, lots of other people out there. But, you know, one thing that she said was the five second rule. And this really, especially when I uh, was doing that, 3 a.m. workout when you just roll out of bed and your body doesn't even know like what's happening. <laughs> um, that's really when it came in handy. You know, it was like if you're laying in bed, you just count out loud, you know, five, four, three, two, one, and you just get up and do it. Because if you give your brain enough time to think about uh, it'll talk you out of it because your brain is there for comfort. It's going to make, you know, what is the least amount of resistance, what's going to keep us safe, keep us comfortable. And if you constantly do that every single day, then you're not going to grow. So her five second rule, like I use it all the time, especially when I have to get out of bed in the morning and I don't want to. So yes, yes. People get that book, uh, the five second rule. You, there's so much in that book. The five yes. second rule is just part of it. Um, she tells, you know, everyone how the brain works. Um, how it's like you're saying it's it's designed to protect us. It's designed to protect us from things that are hard. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's an amazing book. Yeah, Mel Robbins is, and you know what I love about her is she's so down to earth. You know yes. what I mean? She's she's super knowledgeable, but she's going to explain it to you in a way that everybody can understand. Uh, you know that just kind of day to day person where she swears. I mean, it's it's just a. Uh, um, a good connection. She makes good connections with people. Another one of hers that I listen to is, I think it's called Start Here. Um, and you can get it on Audible. Um, but it's like 12 different things. And she talks about, you know, dealing with stress, dealing with toxic people, dealing with, um, you know, anxiety. And it's like a 30 minute um, clip. And there's, I think there's 12 of them that you can kind of go through and you can go back to them. Um, and, and so that's, I, I recommend, and I believe it's free on audible. So mm. yeah, it's called start here with Mel Robbins. And those, those are great. I highly recommend those. Awesome. Uh, what's their third video? I forget what the third one is. The third video is, uh, includes some tips, some oh. fun, interesting tips that you guys can read. Okay. They ain't no kidding me a fact. Whoa. I was known for snapping when I chat before the app stood on everything I said and never took it back. Whoa. No friends in the industry, I had to draw the line between my brothers and my enemies, a fact. Niggas let us start the beat, don't wanna keep it wrapped. Yeah, you hit us up and now we owe you something back. See, I was young, angel, but these niggas turned me evil. Yeah, I know I know you, but you really ain't my people. Yeah, I heard some people say they know him as my equal. Well, that leads me into... One of my last questions is your nutrition program and what's going on with that. I know how important it is to my clients and myself. What's your philosophy and what's going on in your world with that? So I, um, 
I wanted to create a, a program that, um, everybody could use. So, you know, people that have, um, injury. So my, mine's not only nutrition, but it's also workouts. So on the nutrition side, it's very custom. So for my clients, what I do is I take, okay, what are your goals? First off, what are your food preferences? Do you have any allergies or anything like that? And then I design the meal plan on my end. So I'm basically taking their macros. I calculate those. And then I design the meal plan based on food preferences. Um, and then same thing with the workout. So if somebody has, you know, knee pain or a shoulder injury that they're kind of getting over, um, I'm not treating them as a physical therapist, but my knowledge and expertise in that field doesn't just go away when I'm not treating as a physical therapist. I know what exercises um, people should avoid. I know what stretches they should do, you know, in addition to working out. Um, so those workouts are fully custom to that client. So the whole program is like your program. There's no, there may be like some recipes that are in different people's programs or some workouts, obviously, because, you know, the workouts kind of tend to go the same route, but they're very specific for certain people. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's, again, that's super important to me because it's about lifestyle. It's about finding the program that works for you. Um, you know, that's why I don't believe in the keto or, you know, super low carb or, uh, I don't even know what the hell else is out there, honestly, mm -hmm. but like, what is going to last, you know, what is going to not only help you lose the weight, but what's going to keep that weight off. So we right. need to find what works for your lifestyle, not, you know, everybody on IG or Facebook or whoever, or your friend, or it's like, what works for you? Right. I always say, uh, and I think I heard you say this as well. Um, the best diet or nutrition plan is one you can sustain, not one that gets you to a goal or whatever. Exactly. It's one that you can stick to. And that's yeah. really, you know, that's, that's what it is. And some people can stick to a stricter diet. Some people can't, but you know, they also have to, I'll have that conversation with clients too, of like, you know, if you're not, if you're giving yourself a little bit of leeway, you have to give yourself a little bit of leeway when you look at the scale, because it's not going to come down um, like a bikini competitor who's watching every single grain of rice that goes into her body. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So right. it's, it's give and take, but it doesn't necessarily mean you have to, you know, measure every grain of rice. You can be uh, super healthy without doing that, you right. know? Right. So um, what, I started to do this particular version of Fitness Junkies is to kind of share ideas, um, uh, commiserate on clients' problems or trends, and, and kind of hopefully share some information with other trainers and other coaches, and then allow um, people that can't afford or have the resources to hire you or me to learn something. What are you finding out that you're coming across a lot as far as clients um difficulties is it is it something that's been trending is it still just the same old thing with nutrition what's your what's the trend that you're you're dealing with a lot uh i think a lot of people at least recently traveling 
Mm. is a big thing. So when people travel, they pretty much take everything and throw it out the window. Like it doesn't it's like traveling, they'll <laughs> just pass. you know magically come back to, you know, where they start it. Right. Um, and, and traveling can be hard to navigate. So I'll give people, you know, a list of things that maybe they can pick up at a gas station or, you know, in situations where they can't always have their food prepped and ready to go. Um, you know, people don't sometimes understand that you can actually prepare chicken and put it in a bag and take it on a plane with you. Right. I don't know if people, you know, a lot of people know that, but and I eat will, it room temperature. You can eat it room temperature. <laughs> you know, I'll take a cooler. Um, so as long as you have the the ice, I think it's like you may have to have the solid ones. There's a certain thing about the the ice that you'd have to look up, but um, yeah, you can take food on the plane. Um, there's plenty of things that you can pick up at a gas station now, like you can get hard boiled eggs, pickles, you know, certain things. There's protein bars that are great. Like the fit crunch ones are one of my favorites. Um, you know, things like that, where you can kind of, and you can bring bands with you so you can do band workouts. If you don't have a gym or you don't have, you know, anything you can do this in your hotel room. So traveling doesn't necessarily have to be like, take all my goals and throw them out the window. You can navigate and, you know, still enjoy yourself, making sure that you're um, remembering those things like eating till you're 80% full, um, slow eating, uh, just kind of watching your plate and what's distributed on it, you know, as far as more protein, vegetables, and a little bit less carbs while you're traveling. Um, because a lot of restaurants like to put extra fat and different things on there. You can even ask them like, you know, I want the salmon, but can you keep, you know, butter to a minimum? And, and most restaurants nowadays, you know, will accommodate for, for people. So, yeah. Yeah. I, um, uh, a couple of years back, um, I realized that traveling actually triggers me. Like when I walk into the airport, there's something about airport equals eating crap <laughs> and literally i i felt like wow like why am i thinking about like a jamba juice you know a, which is full of sugar um or why am i thinking about going getting uh, a water and a oversized bag of peanut m&ms but it's like there's something about traveling that sometimes triggers me and i it, being self-aware of that is really important yeah. Yeah. People think, I think that even when you're in an airplane or you're in the car or whatever, like traveling is vacation, you yeah. know? So, but if you're living this healthy lifestyle, there's never a vacation from it. Right. You know? And I think until people get to that point where they realize like, this is about a lifestyle change. And while I'm on vacation, I'll navigate it as I need to, um, you know, in doing those little things that are, like I mentioned before, um, until they get to that point, I don't think they're going to get over that hump of truly having a uh, healthy lifestyle. Yes, yes. So before we go, um, are there you have a, a potential competition in October. Um, anything else you want to tell the people that's going on in your world or coming up or promotion that you're doing? Anything going on? So I, I have my my one-on-one -on -one coaching, which is, like I said, the full custom, um, you know, workouts, meal plans. But I, I did just launch a, um, a cheaper, more semi kind of custom. So these are workouts that I came up with. These are food options that I came up with. 
Um, they're all in the app, um, but it's more of a generalized fit your macros kind of thing. So it's it's not so custom, but it's custom enough where you can swap meals in and out. Um, you can follow the workouts just like anybody else would. They're all video guided, um, tells you exactly how many to do, what to do, when to do it, all of that stuff. Um, and then you still have access to me through the app, which is great. Um, and then biweekly check-ins. So to make sure that you're kind of staying on track to your goals. So that's a, a cheaper option that I am now offering because, you know, I'm finding that I'm able to help more people uh, that way. Awesome. And what are the ways to get in contact with you other than your IG? So Instagram, um, my website, you can schedule a call through my website at nlhealth.net. Um, and then um, honestly, that's, you can message me on anything. So TikTok, Instagram, um, Facebook, um, uh, through the website, you can schedule a call, anything like that. And it's all the same, uh, uh, handle. Exactly. Yep. Oh, great. That's simple. <laughs> Very simple. Yes. Um, keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> um, that's great. Uh, well, this was great. You have a lot of similar philosophies. I love that. Um, people, these things work. This woman knows what she's talking about. Reach out to her. And uh, until next time, Fit Fam, I'm out. Yeah.